0: Hello, my friend, I'm Allison, and I want to welcome you to the Energetic Sovereignty Podcast. This space is all about going deeper, understanding energetics, and how to intentionally use energy in your life now. On this podcast, I'll be sharing tools and resources that have helped me on my journey and show you how to apply them in your life so they can help you too. This show is a raw and real expression of life and spirituality and what it looks like to be the divine in human form. I trust that this podcast will find you in the exact moment you need it and support you wherever you're at on your journey now. May you feel uplifted and empowered to step into your soul's highest alignment today. Hello, my friend. I am excited to jump into this episode because I felt called to talk a little bit about loving ourselves, what it means to truly love yourself and what those blocks are. I think we hear a lot in our culture today about self-care and self-love and again, it can sound like a very straightforward concept like presence or like breath work, but it's so much Deeper, And I think a lot of times we don't fully engage or grasp what this is really, what self-love is really talking about. Um, and I want to give you some practical tools that you can use in your life right now to start to love yourself more and in a very natural way that's not forcing. Because I think sometimes... I saw this a lot in the coaching space and even in the religious space, it was very much like deny your truth and your current reality and like try and force yourself to change. And from my experience with myself and with clients, that has never proven to work, at least sustainably. It's kind of like if you go on a diet and like you force yourself to stick to a diet for 30 days, like yay you, but likely if you have not changed your inner world of your thoughts and beliefs and energy, you won't be able to either sustain that, you know, habit, that new habit, or you won't be able to sustain the weight that you've lost because you haven't actually shifted the thing that was driving the behavior and you haven't shifted the energy. So Anyways, we know that the outer world is always a reflection of our inner world. So let's talk a little bit about loving ourselves, especially when we don't feel lovable or we kind of feel like shit or we feel um, guilty or we feel some of these other heavier things and we just don't feel like we are lovable. One of the actual techniques that you can do for self-love is to start to First of all, let go of the attachment and the need to love yourself, right? Like the more we say we need to do something or should be something or should be a certain way, the more we actually push it away from us because we're saying we should do that instead of we want this thing and we intend for this to happen and we will start shifting our energy and taking action towards creating that thing. That's kind of a different approach. So one of the things that you can do if you're struggling with self-love is to actually drop the idea that you need to love yourself right away and start to shift your perspective to nurturing and taking care of yourself. I learned this when I was healing eating disorders because, and now I understand it so much more from an energy perspective, but I remember them talking specifically a binge eating technique was dropping the desire or dropping the need to lose weight, like just coming into full acceptance for where you are and have the intention of health and vitality and step into love and appreciation and maybe not even love, but like appreciation of your body. And that once you can get to that place of just neutrality, appreciation, not needing your body to be different, that is when you can actually have a, a solid foundation to build on top of, if that makes sense. And then you can build on that neutrality into positivity of, I love my body or I appreciate my body or I value my body. And so sometimes you have to go up the ladder. You can't just jump from like body hatred to like, I love my body. Like for me, that just wasn't possible where I was at and it wasn't authentic. Like to try and do that was just too far of a jump. And so I feel like with self-love, sometimes it's too far of a jump from like, I don't like myself. I don't like my life. I don't like where I'm at to, oh my God, I love my life and I'm amazing. Right? Like we, that's too far. The jump is just too much. So if we can bring it back, if we can start to take a new approach of nurturing and caring for and tending to ourselves, That's done through the physical body, that's done through our self-talk, that's done through healthy boundaries, that's done through um, the activities that we engage in. Like asking yourself, how can I nurture myself and how can I actually take care of and tend to me? And it's so funny because if we think about it, sometimes it's easiest to think of ourselves as... We would think of someone else or like a child. like if we or a pet. Like if we are raising and nurturing a child or a pet or something, even a plant, we would take an approach probably that's a little bit softer and more loving. Like we would have such a different approach nurturing and caring for someone or something else than we do usually for ourselves. And the thing is, we usually, tend to and nurture and care for the things that we love. Like we don't, we don't really tend and care for things that we don't actually care about or love. So when you start to act in the way that you act towards things that you love by nurturing and tending to and caring for, that actually gives yourself a feedback that you love yourself. So it's kind of like a hack instead of being like, I love myself and trying to be like, oh, I wish that was real. I'm trying to love myself. If you can turn it around and you say, okay, what do I do when I love things? When I love something, I nurture it. I nourish it. I care for it. I tend to it. And so start to do those things for yourself. And then that will create a feedback loop in your brain that says, I do these things for things that I love. So I must love myself. So, it's kind of like a little self love hack, which I thought was really amazing and has worked super well in my life. When I just can't get to the place of loving myself, I just tweak it a little bit and I go, How can I nourish myself? How can I nurture myself? How can I tend to myself? What do I actually need right now? And how can I meet my needs? You don't have to jump all the way to just, you know, total love and you know, that might be too far of a jump for you. So taking this approach of caring for yourself and nurturing yourself and tending to yourself and your needs, that will start to create self love naturally as a byproduct of those things. Another thing I want to mention is when we ask ourselves, why don't we love ourselves? If we think about it, We do not love ourselves when we're living by someone else's standards. So if you try and force yourself to live by other people's standards or the world's quote unquote, the world's or your society or your community's standards, that is often when we start to not love ourselves because we feel like we're falling short of an outer expectation and standard. So I want to invite you to instead consider breaking all of the rules and deciding what your standard is going to be. Turn it all inward instead of what is the standard of the body or what is the standard of success or what is the standard of happiness. Turn it back within and ask yourself, how does this apply to me? What is my What is the best version of myself? Like, what is my standard for myself? And let go of kind of the external, like, okay, beauty looks this way or success looks like this, or, you know, people around me are doing this and that's, you know, what I need to be doing. Like, drop the comparison, drop other people's standards and come back home to you. And when you just cut off and cut out all the noise and all the bullshit of the world, you start to come back home to you and that's when you really start to shine. That's when you really start to love yourself and that's when you start to become magnetic and people are like, oh shit, what is that person doing over there? Like they're doing it differently. That's interesting. That draws me in because there are certain um, collective uh, energies and paradigms that we've talked about on I think the last episode um, that benefit from us benefit from our energy. And they benefit from our energy when we buy into the game and play by the, um, paradigms rules, if that makes sense. So if we can step out of that game and decide that we're going to create our own rules to our own game and start playing our, Life and being in our alignment, that's when people are magnetically drawn to us, and that's when we start to stand out, and that's when we start to create and feel this deeper sense of self worth when we're aligned with us instead of trying to align with or meet a standard that was created outside of ourselves, if that makes sense. So, hopefully, that was helpful. I want to talk about one more thing, and I read this um, as a quote by a man named Vadim Zeland and he wrote a book called Reality Transurfing, which is one of the most incredible books ever about energy, but the quote he has in that book and it's about self-worth is, give yourself the luxury of having shortcomings and focus your precious attention on your strengths instead. Give yourself the luxury of having shortcomings and focus your precious attention on your strengths instead. Now, I love this quote, and I don't want you to hear that and be like, okay, yay, we just ignore all of our problems and spiritually bypass and pretend like everything's great when it's not. That's not what this quote is talking about, in my opinion. It's talking about this idea of letting go of perfectionism, that we will always have more shadow work to do. We will always have things that are not that amazing about us. We will always probably say and do things that are not of the highest frequency just because we're living here on earth and because we're humans. And so just accepting that right off the bat that like, you know what, I'm going to fall short sometimes. I'm going to get upset sometimes. I'm going to, you know, not be my quote unquote best self sometimes and I'm going to fall out of alignment and I'm going to get annoyed with people and I'm going to discover deeper layers of trauma and I'm going to like have more shadow work to do. Like that's totally okay. So how can you just give yourself the luxury of having shortcomings? Like give yourself the luxury of being a human on this planet in a really fucking difficult time (laughs) on the planet. (laughs) And can you just focus sometimes turn your focus and attention to what you're good at, what you love, what's great about you. Because the human brain is actually wired towards fear and it's wired towards um, things that are wrong. It's like wired towards negativity, which I find really interesting. But the reason for that is that kept us safe for long periods of time. Like scanning the environment and seeing things that are wrong or out of place or possibly dangerous like that kept us safe when we lived in tribes and back in the day so that's kind of a primal part of our brain to like notice the flaws or the bad things and like hold on to the negativity and then a lot of times we just gloss over the positivity like there might be 10 things and like 8 of them are good or great and 2 of them are bad and we will just fucking hone in on those two <laughs> and just beat the shit out of those two things and just forget about the other 8 things <laughs> that are good and again we have to recognize this as part of the way our brains are wired and we have to own it and then become conscious and aware that we're doing it that is our superpower consciousness and awareness that oh my brain's just doing what human brains do it's focusing on the negative, and it's totally disregarding and forgetting about the positive. Once we become aware of that, we can step up and go, you know what? No, I'm going to appreciate to value to focus on the positives right now. Because where focus goes, energy flows, what we focus on expands. So when we focus on the positives and we look at all of these things and we can step into gratitude and we can appreciate ourselves, that is what actually then generates more of that energy. And that's not to say that then you just completely ignore and disregard any issues that you have, tend to those as well, but make more space for the good and create more time and energy and space and focus On your strengths, the things that you love, the things that are going right, the things that are good about the world, because you have something in your brain called the reticular activating system, and that helps your brain filter out information in the world based on what you believe is important. So if you set the intention to look for the good and your strengths and the positives, your brain will actually start to show you more of those things throughout your life. And that's why gratitude, you know, is such a high vibration and such a powerful tool because then it starts to attract more of those things into your life and into your awareness. Um, So that's why that's super powerful. So I hope that can help you today. And then the last thing about self-worth is that there's something called human design and there are just certain people myself included that were born with an open center in the human design system where we just really are never going to feel worthy if that makes sense like and if you think about it worthiness is a mental like concept right like what does it even feel like to be worthy it's almost like what does it feel like to be A human like I don't know we just we are humans like we're in a physical body so like that's just we just are like we don't have to earn our right to be a human like we're just humans and I feel like I've taken this approach with worthiness when I realized in my human design that I was just never going to feel worthy and so I could just immediately drop this idea that I needed to feel worthy in order to receive things or do things or that I needed to like Feel permission or feel like I deserved something. Like, I just dropped that. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna drop the idea that I need to feel like I deserve something to receive it. And I'm just going to declare and claim that I am worthy right now because I exist on this planet. Because I am a powerful, beautiful, incredible soul having a human experience in this physical body, I am innately worthy because I exist. And I just decided that. I was like, this is going to be a core belief of mine. I am worthy because I exist. I am worthy because I am. There's nothing I need to do, be, change, earn, force, demand of anyone or anything outside of me to be worthy. And I don't even need to feel worthy. I just need to decide that I am. So I want to invite you today, if you're one of those people that feels like, they don't ever feel worthy or you don't ever feel worthy of, you know, money or relationships or receiving, like go in and look at some of those programs that are there. Like what, you know, why do you not feel worthy? What are those things that made you make you feel unworthy and investigate those things again we don't ignore those things and we go underneath but in the meantime can you just decide that you are worthy because you exist and when you do I swear your life and your perspective and your experience will start to change because the world will reflect back to you your belief that you are worthy just because you exist All right. I hope this was helpful. Try out this technique for loving yourself by just nurturing and taking care of and tending to yourself. And then try and lean into this new belief, this declaration that you are worthy because you exist on this planet and watch how your life shifts and changes and evolves. And I hope that this was helpful to you. I love you, my friend. I hope you have a wonderful day and I can't wait to connect again soon. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope that it gave you exactly what your soul was needing today. And if you would like more support on your journey, you can visit my website, allisonfinley.com. It's so wonderful to work together. Honestly, my intention with the work that I do is to help you become your own healer. You know, we all have spiritual gifts and the ability to heal and transform our lives. and that's really what I do is teach you how to do that with energy tools and with these practical tools. So if you're wanting to make some big shifts and you're wanting to learn energy work or you're wanting to discover or develop your spiritual gifts, please come join me over there. And as always, I'm sending you so much love and support on your journey.